Hello, welcome to the Home with a Twist podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Austin Weeks. Growing up, pulling on my mother's apron strings, I learned to prepare fabulous food, entertain guests with style, and design a traditional home with a retro twist. I am the founder and editor-in-chief of the Home with a Twist blog, where I share my passion for finding joy in every day. Grab your coffee or iced tea, and let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to episode two, October 15th, 2018, to the Home with a Twist podcast. Two questions I always am asked pretty frequently are, how did Home with a Twist begin? And how did you become a blogger? Well, the answer to both is life happened. Um, Before Home with a Twist, I actually started blogging under Buzz in Around the Hive, which was dreadfully long. It wasn't very easy to remember. Sometimes I even had a hard time remembering what my blog name was. And I started it in 2008, shortly after my parents came to live with us. Wait, you're thinking, how did that happen? Well, that's going to take some backstory. Daddy was blind from macular degeneration. My parents had the traditional relationship of she was the caregiver for everyone, even Daddy. Daddy's job was to bring home the income, and her job was to raise children and run the household. And as they aged, more focus was placed on Daddy's health problems like his blindness and diabetes, and less time was spent with Mother taking care of herself. In 2007, my mother's best friend, Margaret, called my sister one morning and said, your mother is not really acting herself. I think something might be wrong. So my sister called me and I stopped by mother's house on the way to work to check on her. And I took one look at mother and knew immediately that she had had a stroke. The left side of her face was droopy and her speech was slurring. We went straight to the ER and they took her right uh, back to the triage. And as the nurse was taking mother's blood pressure reading, I asked what it was and of course it was abnormally high. The shocking part was the nurse asking mother if she took blood pressure medication and mother saying, yes, my jaw hit the floor. Never before had mother shared with me that she had high blood pressure or that she was taking medication for it. And we soon realized that mother had indeed been diagnosed with hypertension. And while she had been prescribed medication, she hadn't taken it or refilled it in over a year. And this changed everything. Daddy's blindness and mother's stroke led to a major life-changing shift for our family. The whole process of getting Daddy to come to the idea of living with us is a completely other story and one that I will share with you someday um, in hopes that it will likely prove to be helpful for those of you who are out there are trying to formulate a plan or are approaching the idea of having to determine what you're going to do with your aging parents and what living situation is going to present itself for them. We did combine two households. We sold our home, they sold their home, we bought one home together, combined two marriages, an eight-year-old daughter, and four cats into one home. 
and I have to say it was blended beautifully and it's a love story that last lasted for four years. Um, it was my sister's urging for me to start a blog to share my ideas, projects, and recipes, so we have her to thank for my journey to become a broadcast blogger and now a podcaster. I also to add, decided to add my journey as a caregiver, wife, and mother into the mix as well. And I had some great material to share, always with mother's permission. I shared the funny trials and joys of having your parents live with you. Um, they were, quote, a target-rich environment for sure. The time the church called me to say my mother, they thought my mother might be missing, and they called in a panic to daddy's refusal to eat to eat not eat much of anything I prepared unless it was fried. Um, in 2011 daddy passed away from complications from his diabetes and then mother died in 2013 from a brain aneurysm. Daddy's death was expected. Mother's was a complete shock to all of us. We were planning on her being with us for many many more years and after her death, it pretty much for the next entire year, I was absent from my life. I grieved her death sometimes openly, but most times I did it silently, and I was really good at shielding my grief from others. Um, because as women, we don't want to um, come across as being sad or unhappy or be a burden to someone. And as a result, I had no desire to write or continue my blog. Um, mother was my muse and my inspiration. Once I began to adjust to my new normal of mother not being with me anymore, I felt the urge to start writing again, but I wasn't the same person anymore. I had been reinvented into someone new with experiences to share, but in different ways. And I decided I would start blogging again, but under a new name and uh, decided to, to go with home with a twist. My blog would be a love letter and a tribute to my mother taking everything she taught me over the years, but with my own touch. And it has been an adventure for sure. I know mother is always with me. Okay, it's time for the Fry-Yay Fit. It's an occasional um, blog post that I do on Fridays. It's an opportunity for me to throw a fit over something that I think is worth sharing. And here are my three things. First of all, podcasts. It's no secret, I love to listen to podcasts. I decided to launch my own podcast. But I thought I would share with you three new ones that I've discovered and I'm following for you to add to your own listening library. And the first one is Dirty John. This is a limited podcast of just seven episodes, so it's not gonna be a huge investment. And it actually has been so popular that it's being produced on the Bravo channel as a, as a limited series starring Connie Britton, whom you know from Friday Night Lights in Nashville, and she was on a season of 911 that appears on Fox, and Eric Bana. Eric Bana always uh, plays the bad guy. But the premise is a character named Deborah, who is a successful interior designer, and she meets John, who in this case is played by Eric Bana, 
who is a handsome fellow and seems to check all the boxes that Deborah is looking for in a partner. But the twist is that her family does not like him. And they get entangled in an increasingly complex web of love, deception, forgiveness, denial, and ultimately survival. So that is definitely one to follow. And then the next one I would suggest is the Bon Appetit podcast. It is from the writers of the Bon Appetit magazine, which is kind of one of my um, guilty pleasures that I love to check out at the grocery store. It's full of really good recipes that are pretty duplicatable and beautiful photography. I think this would be a great one to follow, especially since we're coming up to the holiday season, because I'm sure that they will share terrific food and entertaining ideas. But they air it every Wednesday, and the premise is to feature interviews with chefs and writers and anyone with something cool to say about food. And thirdly, The Turquoise Table. This is a podcast with author and speaker Kristen Schell, and her claim to fame is that she plopped down a picnic table that she painted turquoise in her front yard and uses it as a gathering point for her neighbors to meet, get to know each other, and um, connect. And so she explores ideas for helping people seek ways to get to know your neighbors, create connections with others, and help build community where you live. So those are three great podcasts for you to check out. Then the next thing I want to share for my Friday Fit is winterizing your skin. I don't know about where you are listening to this podcast. Um, I would love for you to go to homewiththetwist at gmail.com and send me an email and let me know where you are listening to this. Hopefully it's um, more than just my close friends and family. But in the North Texas area, we pretty much skipped fall and went straight to winter. We've had record high precipitation for the month of February, and we've had pretty cold temperatures. I actually love it. Um, I grew up with my air conditioning on set on 62. Daddy loved a cool house because his business was... Um, he was he owned a diesel repair company, and so a lot of his business was take took place outside. So he was always hot, and he wanted to come home in the evening and have the home feel like a refrigerator. So. I think my body adapted to that temperature and I am hot all the time and am com most comfortable when um, the temperature is set into the low 70s. I don't think I need to have it as cold as 60s, but nevertheless, um, we are experiencing winter weather here and it's, you know, I love it because I love to wear sweaters and boots and sweatpants and snuggle under the covers with all of my animals and sit in front of the fire and sip hot cocoa. Okay, so we winterize our boats, our homes, our um, cars for the winter, but do we really spend any time winterizing our bodies? And I'm going to give you some tips on how to change your normal skincare routine that you would use in the summer months when the weather's warmer to the winter. And so the first thing I do is I change up my body lotion. Uh, I am brand loyal with Philosophy's Body Emulsion. 
Philosophy is a line of skincare, body care, fragrances, um, and such. And they come uh, in beautiful scents that are not overpowering. My favorite one is Pure Grace. It smells like soap and water. It's very light and clean smelling. But in the winter, I need a heavier lotion that really, I feel like, quenches my dry skin. So I switch to a product by Josie Marin, M-A-R-A-N, and it's her Whipped Argon Oil Body Butter. Comes in a, a pretty big tub, so I think a, um, it lasts, it'll last you pretty much through the winter season. It's pretty thick and rich and penetrates the skin really quickly and leaves a nice soft feel without it being greasy. I like the peppermint scent, uh, which has a cooling effect when you're the air is dry, your skin tends to feel a little tight and itchy. Uh, it also comes in unscented, and she's got a variety of other fragrances to choose from. But I just feel like this is heavy enough that my skin feels really moisturized, and it, it lasts me throughout the day. Um, don't forget to moisturize your hands and feet. Those are areas that, uh, especially your hands in the wintertime, are constantly exposed to hot water, dry air, cold, my cuticles really take a beating in the winter time. Um, Josie Marin also makes a really good just argon oil that's in a bottle with a dropper and that's perfect for applying around the cuticles especially at night before you go to bed. Lather up your feet with either um, a heavy cream like Curel or even Vaseline intensive oil and put on socks. Every Christmas Miss B always asks in her stocking from Santa are the lotion infused socks from Bath and Body Works. They're not very expensive and usually around the holidays they run special promotions on them and they are really soft against the skin. That would make a really nice gift for someone who's homebound, who's had surgery, isn't feeling well, just needs a little pick-me-up. Um, maybe get a couple of pairs of those socks and put them in your gift closet. But uh, for yourself they're perfect for just covering your feet with lotion and putting socks on and if you can do it I kind of creep out with having socks on my feet at night I don't know why I feel a little claustrophobic I always end up kicking them off but if you like if you always get cold feet and you like to have socks on the next morning your feet are going to feel like a baby's bottom really soft and moisturized and um, they'll be perfect for stuffing inside those boots every day Okay, so after body lotion, eye cream. I, ha I wear eye cream 24-7, 365 days of the year. Your eyes are the first thing that people look at, and you want to be sure to pay special attention to that delicate area around your eyes. It can be super sensitive to dry air, and nothing makes you look more tired or older than dry, baggy eyelids and bags under your eyes. So be sure whatever brand you use, if you don't use an eye cream, now's the time to start. It does not matter how old you are. I am trying to encourage Miss B to get into a routine of using eye cream even in her teens. I started using really good skincare products. Mother had me start with Clinique when I was a teenager from everything from the facial soap, the moisturizer, the eye cream, I mean the whole kit and caboodle. And it has just become part of my my normal routine. And here I am, uh, 54, and I pay very close attention to making sure I use really high quality products on my face, including an eye cream. Um, water. This is a big one. 
in the winter, we don't, it's kind of an interesting dynamic that happens. Because we don't get hot, we don't sweat, we don't get the urge to drink as much water as we typically do when it's hot outside. So we don't have that feel for thirst, which means we don't drink as much water. And your body is made up of the majority of water and needs water all of the time because we're not only um, flushing toxins out of our body and losing water through sweat and urination, but you're losing it because the air is so dry. So really focus on, especially in the winter time, increasing that water intake and don't take that for granted because insufficient water uh, intake can lead to digestive problems, especially um, like constipation. Women are really prone to that. Uh, dry, itchy skin. Water is almost like an, an additional moisturizer. It really helps to keep your health, your skin healthy, especially during the winter months. Increasing your water intake also helps to moisturize the mucosa inside of your nose, which will decrease the likelihood of nosebleeds if you're prone to nosebleeds. If you hadn't really made the connection that increasing your water is important to help with that um, uh, inconvenience. Um, and urinary tract infections, that's a big one. You really want to increase your water intake um, to prevent. If you've ever had one, you know they're extremely painful. Sinus pressure and headaches can also increase during the winter months if you're not watching your water level. So one trick, if you're not a big water drinker, is a couple of things that I do. I like to sip on bone broth or just buy chicken bouillon cubes and pour hot water over them. It's a nice soothing um, drink that bone broth also has a lot of really strong health components to it. The marrow from the bone broth. Um, helps with your immune system and has a lot of healing properties. The other thing you can do is switch to decaffeinated tea and I keep a jug of iced tea at the office and pretty much drink iced tea all day long and you can um, add some mint flavored tea leaves to it or some lemon to kind of give it a little bit of a taste. So there is are my quick tips for winterizing your skin. And my third and final Frier fit is I want to share with you my new favorite sparkling wine. We recently just got back from a vacation to Maine. It, oh, not a long one, about five days. Uh, Mr. B and I got away. Um, we stayed at the Trellis House bed and breakfast, which is in Algonquit, Maine. If you go to my blog, homewiththetwist.com, you will see, if you put in the search field, my main vacation. You'll see my blog post uh, with lots of photos um, of the food, of the flowers, of the foliage, and their precious dog, Bentley. It, it truly has become our magical place. We've decided now that this is going to be our annual uh, getaway in the fall to go stay um, at Lawrence and Glenn's home. But when we arrived, they served us a delicious welcome cocktail that was a Piper Sonoma Brute. They poured it in two champagne flutes and with a little um, two to three little blueberries floating in it. That and a plate of deviled eggs. And I tell you, it was the best welcome that I've ever received in a while. But Piper Sonoma Brute is made of 60% Chardonnay, 15% Pinot Noir, and 25% Pinot Meunier. And they describe it as having a pale gold color 
petite bubbles, which it did. It wasn't very overpowering with bubbles. I liked that part of it. It was very smooth. And delicate aromas of ripe apple, toast, and peach. Um, it's a sparkling wine. I'm not allowed to call it champagne because it was not um, made in the region of Champagne, France. That's typically, that's the law. Um, I didn't know if you knew that. So in the U.S. and other parts of the country that are not, or the parts of the world that are not Champagne, France, you have to refer to it as a sparkling wine. It's dry and fresh with a elegant finish and they describe it as perfect with perfect complement to crab cakes, sauteed shrimp or sushi, so basically seafood. But I really think this could be an all-purpose sparkling wine that you have for brunch, an afternoon cocktail in this case, which is how we enjoyed it. Um, so look up uh, Sonoma Piper Sonoma Brute. That that would be my my new favorite sip that I'll probably stock up on. Okay, so I want to finish our time together with um, a fun little piece I found on Pinterest. And my motto for 2018, I do not do, oh, what are they called? New Year's resolutions. Mainly because I resolve every day to start again and work on myself in all kinds of ways. One of my favorite things to do is to learn new things. So instead of having a New Year's resolution list, what I chose is to focus on maybe my word of the year or my phrase of the year. And for me, it is the French term joie de vie, joie de vie, which is J-O-I-E-D-E-V-I-V-R-E, -E -E, joie de vie. And it's seek joy in life, seek joy every day. And, and that really has been my motto. So on Pinterest, I created a board called Joie de Vie. And anything I find that I feel lends itself toward that goal of trying to celebrate every day, I pin there. So I would love to have you follow not only my entire Pinterest board, which is, um, if you go to Pinterest, you can find me on Home with a Twist. But if you want to follow that specific board, I have pinned this list uh, printable. It's adorable. It's called How to Be Charming, and it's from the website joellecharming.com. She has a lovely blog, and I found her recently on social media. And I wanted to read to you the um, her ideas for being charming, a charming person, a charming lady. Live life like the party that it is. Every day is just an excuse to dress up. Always say please and thank you with a smile. There's no need to project your bad mood onto others. Learn to listen with your mouth closed. Make it your mission to make others feel at ease in your presence. Find your signature stationery and use it. And I found mine recently. I was in Barnes & Noble, and they have a wonderful selection of Kate Spade, Kate Spade office products. Uh, Miss B and I were in there looking for journals. And I found this adorable box of stationery, crisp white fold-over cards with a embossed bee, bumblebee in the center that said, What's the buzz? and the envelopes had navy and white striped um, line, liner on the inside. So I, I picked up a box of those, and I love that. It's my signature stationery. 
resist the urge to share the newest bit of juicy gossip. Always give credit where credit is due. Nobody likes a thief. And then my own, um, I would add, are compliment someone, you know, make someone feel special. Whenever, one of my favorite things to do, and I, I did it actually today, I went through the drive-thru to grab some dinner, and the young lady that opened the drive-thru door, she had the most beautiful smile. And I compliment her on what a beautiful smile she had. And Mother really taught me that. She said, when you compliment people, it, it may be the first time that day or in a long time that they've ever been told something nice. So I hope that complimenting that young lady this evening um, gave, maybe gave her the boost that she needed. And, and don't we all want that in life? Don't we all want to feel like we're valued and appreciated and noticed? So, you know, put that on the top of your list every day to pay someone a genuine compliment. There's something good you can find in everybody. Number two, wear lipstick. Um, I love to wear lipstick. I'm, I'm not good about keeping it on all day long. I'll start out with it in the morning and maybe put it on after I get done with lunch. But I just think lipstick just brightens your face. It doesn't have to be bright. It can be a very subtle color, but it just, even if you don't have a stitch of makeup on, uh, Mary Kay always said the first thing to do every day after you get ready in the morning is put your tube of lipstick on. And uh, we talked about this earlier, smell pretty. I think there's nothing more charming and more feminine in a woman uh, that walks by and you can just get um, just the prettiest scent as she walks by. So be that woman. And the last one that was on Joelle's list was sit up straight. Put those shoulders back and be really proud of yourself. So I'm really glad you tuned in today with me to spend some time getting to know me and to hear the things that make me happy. And I hope that you go out this week and you seek joy every day. Until next time. So that's a wrap for this week's chat. I want to thank my sponsor, Jabos Ace Hardware. Locally owned and operated, Jabos strives to be the most helpful hardware store in our community. Shop any of their three locations in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And I'd love for you to visit my blog, homewithatwist.com, for today's show notes and recent posts. Follow me on social media at Home with a Twist. Thanks for listening, and remember to celebrate every day.